Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Welcome, Pastor Kylie. Welcome, Pastor Steve. We, we can sit, yes. Uh, Welcome, everybody else. It is so good to see you guys today. Woo-hoo. So good. Is everyone good? Yes. Are you good at home? I didn't hear you. Aren't we meant to rejoice always? Rejoice yes. always. So I'm much like, to be thankful for. I, yes. Always. Come on. Always. Do you know what? I have been finding it so much easier just to break into songs of praise recently. I don't know. Yeah. This season has, um, because whatever's on the inside is going to come out. Whatever's in your heart, whatever you store up in your heart, Scripture tells us out of the goodness, a good man stores up goodness in his heart, and out of that goodness he speaks. Same as with somebody who just stores up wickedness in their heart, their wickedness speaks out of it. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And I'm loving it because um, my spirit has just been spending time with God and my brain's catching up with that now. And I'll be just driving along in the car and my I'll just start singing praises to God or I'll be out in the garden awesome. and I'll just start singing praises to God. Yeah. My dog goes, what is that sound? You know, but my neighbours probably do as well. But I want to encourage you, and, and I felt this while we were worshipping God, if your only time that you sing praises to God is when you switch onto the live stream at 10am on Sunday mornings, shame. No, worship, praise, untap it, come on. Every day, let us go Every to the day. mountain of the house yeah. of the Lord. Come on. Yeah. Every day, let's Every be day singing the praises to God. Because yeah. there is too much to whine about. The wine that we're meant to have coming out of us is new wine, mm-hmm. not the old wine that the world's talking about. It's the new wine. Yeah. It's the fresh wine. Yeah. Praise God. I like it. Oh, I love praising God. Do everything. It just settles grumbling. my mind. It. Mm. Sorry. What is that? Do everything without grumbling and complaining. Come on. Yeah. Yes. What are you telling me off? No, I'm just oh, saying. No, I'm just like every day, worship God every day. She's having a shot. Yes. I'm not having a no, shot. No, I'm you're saying not. No, I'm having we can choose praising or we can choose grumbling I'm having every a day. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You, you've got two buckets that you walk around with. Mm. You can either inflame the situation or you can put it out. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And really, we need to have the fire of the spirit, not the fire of contention or the fire of division or the yeah. fire of anxious anxiety or the fire of depression. We're meant to have the fire of the spirit. Yeah. And I'm so glad that Joel caught that prophecy, not our Joel, but yeah, he sings prophetically as well. But Joel, when he, he caught that prophecy in, in Joel 2.28, where he says, you know, and afterwards I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Because he says you'll eat well, you'll drink well, and salvation will come to all the nations. And afterwards I will pour out my spirit on all mankind. And your sons and daughters will prophesy, and your old men will dream dreams, and your young men will see visions. And even on your servants, mm. I will pour out my spirit. So yeah. no one is missed by God pouring out his Holy Spirit. That's it. And so we can envelop ourselves in the spirit of the age, or we can be filled with the spirit from heaven. Mm. And we're talking about that today. Mm. That's just a prelude to yeah. Holly's got this awesome message that I'm just here to tag along with today. Is that all right? So the title of the message is Anointed and Appointed. Because you know it's every when, one Kylie, of us. when Kylie has a title. Because Chelsea asks us I later like on in title. the week, what's the title of your message? I'm like, I don't know, I come up with one. Um, Kylie always and has appointed. a title. Yeah. Because every one of us is anointed and appointed by God. Yeah. 
So I want to start by looking at Luke 4, where Jesus announced his mission statement over his life, which we can all adopt as the mission statement over our life as well. So it's Luke 4, 18, where Jesus stood up in the temple and he unrolled the scroll and he said, this is, this is my mission. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And, we're not, and he's not talking about people that don't have a lot of money, the poor in spirit, those that don't yet know God, to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. So that was Jesus' mission statement. He was anointed for a purpose. And we are anointed for a purpose. And walking in that presence of God and in that anointing every day is God's plan for every one of us. So if we, if we go back a bit like to the previous chapter, it's where Jesus was baptised, where John was, John was going around saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And people were coming and they were getting baptised and that was a baptism of repentance. And Jesus came and he said, I want to be baptised too. And John said, I don't need to baptise you because he knew he was the son of God. And Jesus said, no, I want you to baptise me. And yeah, can be fulfilled. But for Jesus, it wasn't a baptism of repentance because he was without sin. Yeah. So for Jesus, it was a prophetic act Yes, that I... I'm going to go down under the water and I'm going to rise again. It was him giving a prophetic picture of the fact that he was going to die for the sins of all mankind and he was going to rise again. Mm. So for Jesus, that was a prophetic statement. Yes. And then the voice came down from heaven that said, this is my son, I'm well pleased with him. And then it says the Holy Spirit descended on him as a dove. Yes, like a dove. Like a dove. It's funny because you see those pictures where people have drawn a dove coming in. Yeah. You know, and a, a dove landing on his shoulder and it, and some of them have the olive, you know, branch in its mouth mm. and it's like, no, no, you're mixing up a couple of stories here. I don't know where you're going. That's Noah. That one kind yeah. of Yeah, so, <laughs> the but, olive branch. But, it, but it's interesting because it, when it says like, when Jesus talks about parables and he says the kingdom of heaven is like this, it's not a, a precious stone. It's like a precious stone. Mm. And, and, and faith is like this and mm. and and so when it says that it came on him like a dove i it conjures up in my creative mind what what was that did it come down and just have wings like did they see him just get enveloped i don't know mm. but it would it would have been really have you ever had a bird land on you and you, you you or brush you you can barely feel it but it would have come down and and just gone around him gently i don't know Mm. I'm just confident. It was an awesome moment. But it, it, mm -hmm. that, because John had received the Holy Spirit while he was still in Elizabeth's womb. Mm. He, was, he, was annoyed, he was actually filled with the Spirit from birth, before yeah. birth. Yeah. That's, that's astounding. Mm. But then Jesus received the Spirit at this point. Yeah. Which is an example to us through his death, burial and resurrection going down and it says just as, as we are buried in the water, we're, we're buried 
with Christ, and yeah. when we're raised, we're raised with him, and then immediately after that, the Holy Spirit comes. Yeah. Which is the whole Joel prophecy and Jesus' mandate. Yeah. So John said, I'm going to baptise you in water, but there's one coming Come on. after me that will baptise you in the Holy Spirit. And with fire. And with fire. Oh. And we, we tend to look at that anointing and think, oh, that's only for really spiritual things. Jesus was anointed for his ministry and God anoints those who are called for really spiritual things. But, but God anoints every one of us for the life that he calls us oh, to. That's so true. He fills us all with the Holy Spirit for a purpose and it's yeah. for, to empower us for the life that he has called us to. He doesn't just fill those that are going to be on the platform or those that are going to lead worship or those that are going to play instruments. Mm. He fills every single vessel because we are all called for a purpose. So you are anointed to raise your children. You are anointed for your workplace. You are anointed for your business. You are anointed to be a witness to your neighbours. You are anointed for your job. You are anointed to be married to the person that you are married to. You are anointed for that purpose and you can flow in that anointing every day. Heaven. And that's that's God's plan for us. Yes. And... So you you might be thinking, well, I don't feel anointed. I feel dry or I feel drained. But that, that means that you need to get back in the river and get a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit yeah. in the river. So, you know, when we're trying to do things out of our own strength is when we're not living in that anointing. Mm. Yes. And that's when we struggle and I just feel like there, there's people today that need to know that, that that difficult child that you're having issues with at the moment, you're anointed to parent that child. And if you're struggling, then just pray in the spirit and ask God for the strength, wisdom. the wisdom that you need. Because sometimes God gives us strong-willed children because they have a big destiny in God. But if he's given you a strong-willed child, he's given you the anointing to guide, to mould, to parent that child. And if if you're struggling in your marriage, he's anointed you to excel in your marriage. And if you're struggling in in your job... God has anointed you. Yes. He has placed you in that mm. in that place, not for you to struggle in your own strength, but for you to flow in his anointing and in his presence. And, and in that grace. Yeah, it's like, a grace. Because grace is unmerited favour, but grace is also specific empowerment. Yeah. You know, your yeah. grace is sufficient for me because it empowers us and but it also reminds us of the unmerited favor yeah. that we have on mm. our life. So yeah. so when we're in whatever situation it is, mm. God's grace is there yes. because that is part of the spirit's job in our life is yeah. to is to you know manifest grace mm. in our life mm. to remind us that we've been forgiven. Yeah. So therefore grace can flow. Yeah. Grace grace you don't have to there's not it's not a well that runs dry. Mm. Grace is a is a well that continually yeah. we we we're a conduit we yeah. like we're a siphon a spiritual mm. siphon for grace. Yeah, I know when I 
when I've run out of grace and, I, and you, and you, yeah, you've got to retap. Mm. Like you said. Yeah, you've got you to gotta, dig that well. You've got, you got to get refreshed again. Yeah. And that's why we're encouraged to be filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Daily. Daily. Not Daily just, filled not with just the Spirit. Once. Not just, some people say, oh, but I got, I got prayed for when I was 12 years old and that's when I got filled with the mm. Spirit. And it's like, well, where are the fruits of the Spirit? You're yeah. grumpy. Yeah. You don't worship. You, yeah. You, 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 can't, you can't fake the anointing. No. No. You, you know when someone is operating in the anointing and the presence of God and when mm. they're not. Because when you're in the, the anointing, the grace of God is there. There's peace. The fruit of the Spirit yep. is there. There's, there's fruit for your, for your effort. Yeah. You, when you're flowing in the anointing, the presence of God is mm. with you. And you, you can't fake that. Charisma is no substitute for the anointing of God. Having, having a bubbly personality is no substitute for the anointing of God. Busyness it, is not a substitute no, for the anointing of God. It's, it's the Holy Spirit living in us Ooh. and flowing through us. Yes. And there's no substitute for that. I'm amazed at the conviction of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the one and, and he will convict us, it says. Mm. You know, his, his fan's in his hand and he will, he will convict us. But conviction... You might think that's a bad thing to be convicted of something, but it's not. When you actually have a conviction in your life, it's bedrock. Mm. It's strength. It's like that's solid. I can yeah. stand on that. Yeah. This is bedrock. I can, I can stand solid here mm. and fight the good fight of faith because I know I'm standing on bedrock, yeah. on truth. Mm. So, yeah, the Holy Spirit reveals these things to us. And mm. to be standing on truth to be standing in truth, yeah. to be standing in peace and allowing those things to flow through our life. Yeah. But it, it takes that daily, daily. Yes. And, and I don't know if the Holy Spirit is on social media that often, but some I people treat a lot the of social media like <laughs> – I have an aversion to social media, I find out. There is some you know, good on there too, yeah. Haven't I, haven't I voiced it enough yet? You know, like, <laughs> but – it's, it's interesting because after Jesus was baptised and the Holy Spirit anointed him, it then says, and then the Spirit led him into the desert. Oh, yeah. And the enemy tempted him for 40 days. It actually says he, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. To be tempted. So the Holy Spirit the was leading him into the wilderness, into a dry place, into a place where he was going to fast for 40 days mm. so that he could be tempted by the devil. Yeah. So if, if you're in a difficult place or if you're coming against opposition, it doesn't mean you're not being led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can lead you into a place yeah. of opposition or a place yep. where the enemy is going to test you. To see what's inside. To see, to see what's inside you. See where the so, conviction is. So for 30 years, Jesus lived in obscurity, didn't he? He didn't come into his ministry for 30 years. For 30 years, he was a carpenter. So he was building tables, he was installing kitchens, he was building wardrobes, he was building beds. Whatever he was doing um, while he was waiting to be released into his ministry. But that whole time he was putting the word of God into him. Mom. Yep. So what we're, what we're doing while we wait, 
is really important because then when Jesus was led into the desert to be tempted, that he was led by the Spirit. The Spirit led him, but the Word of God sustained him. So when the devil came to him and said, if you are the Son of God, you know, throw yourself off, turn these stones into bread, worship me, Jesus said, it is written, it is written, it is written. Yeah. And he had an answer for him because he'd been storing up the word of God in him while he was waiting mm. to be released into his ministry. So, you know, there's times of waiting in our life. You might say, well, I'm just waiting to get married or I'm just waiting to have a family mm. or I'm just waiting for my dream job to come along. Mm. But what are you doing while you wait? How you wait is so What are you important. doing while you wait? Because... Yeah. Yeah, what we do while we wait, not just not just going, oh, God, it's been a year. Oh, God, it's been two years. Come on, God, what are you doing? Like, Obviously, God hasn't, you know how old hasn't worked I to a calendar, <laughs> you know, because we've got to keep reminding him. We, we can wait <laughs> and get frustrated and get discouraged and get annoyed or we can put be instilling the word of God into us yeah. while we wait so that because things can change in a moment. Mm. In a moment, everything changed for Jesus and he, before he knew it, he was being led to be tested. Yeah. So we don't know when our moment of testing is going to come. We don't know when our moment of witness is going to come. Oh, come on. When, when something's going to shift in our life and, and what have we been doing while, while we wait? Yeah. Those that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Yep, come on. They will mount up on wings as eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Love the King James. There's a difference between wait, just waiting and waiting There's something about it, isn't it? Yeah, there's something about it. Because when when you hit those moments, like I was telling somebody the other day because they were looking at my finger and and I went, yeah, it's a bit stumpy now. It's shorter than my other one because I accidentally put it into the bottom of a wood chipper and um and they said oh what did you do when you and I thought I'd chopped the whole top off like I I actually thought I'd chopped it right back to my second knuckle and they said so what did you do and this person isn't a believer not a Christian I said I I held it tight in my glove because all I saw was ripped leather glove and blood and white and I thought the white is my bone so I just folded it over held it above my head and immediately started praying in the spirit. And I just walked into the house praying in the, in the spirit and I got inside and I said, Chelsea, don't panic, but I think I've just chopped my finger off. And Chelsea just goes, what do you need? And I said, some ice, a rag to wrap it in and mum to drive me to the hospital. So she disappeared and ran out and got Kylie. Kylie came back in and I, while she's getting Kylie, I went out and started kicking around in the, the bottom of the... Um, wood chipper to see if my finger was there to see if they could put it back on because <laughs> I hadn't looked at it and but while Chelsea was running around inside getting everything for me I started saying thank you father your mercies are new every morning father great is your faithfulness Lord you are faithful to all generations and and I'm like listening to myself say this and thinking that's new because Normally, I'd just be like, ah, you idiot, Stephen. Ah, what did you do? That You told Kylie not to do it and you did it. Why? She's going to have so many years of upmanship on you now. Oh, no, I didn't do that at all. I, 
And, and I stayed pretty calm, didn't I, Chels? I was just prophesying the goodness of God because he'd been faithful right up to that point. Yeah. And I knew even though my finger, I thought it was gone, yeah. he was going – and I was just preparing myself for life without a finger. But – What's inside? What are we storing up while we wait? Because yeah. I wasn't expecting to put my finger in the wood chipper that day and, and have to call on that. No, I wasn't. <laughs> but that, any moment like that can come, but then our response in that, mm. you know, because while we've been waiting, we, we feel ourselves, because it says, you know, be filled with the Spirit, mm. daily filled with the Spirit, yeah. Speaking to yourselves mm. in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Yeah. We're meant to actually keep going over. I love how my brain keeps going to my favourite worship songs. Mm. In my sleep, when I wake up, like David says, during the night my heart counsels me. Mm. Because his heart is singing praises to God. Mm. Because he was the Spirit of God was filling him with the ability to do that. And I think we need to have more of that. Yeah. I, need to, I think we need to awaken that in us, that when, when conflict comes, when trials come, when tough times come, it's not a battle of have I got, kept my finger, it's not a battle of am I going to win this or my rights or my responsibilities or whatever it is, is am I going to see the kingdom of God come in this situation? Is this going to bring glory to God here? Even if nobody else gets to see it, how am I going to respond? How am I going? Because it didn't matter. Like I could have yelled and sworn. Like this person thought that I was, I was swearing the whole time. And I went, no, I was actually praying in the spirit. And they're like, what? And, and then I just started proclaiming the goodness of God. And they're like, what? Because that doesn't make sense. But it's actually been psychologically proven that when you swear, it relieves pain. I can tell you now that when you pro quote scripture and when you speak yeah. the prophecies of yeah. God, yeah. it takes you to another level above mm. pain. It takes you to that hierarchical position of authority in your life, yeah. which Jesus needed yeah. when he was led into the wilderness. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, yeah. I segued there on you a little bit. No, that's good. Remember, I'm following you. Yeah. So <laughs> Jesus was led by the Spirit. And he was sustained by the word. Mm. So it's, it's really important for us to remember that we need the Holy Spirit. We also need the word of God. Mom. Because I, I noticed um, sometimes people are very reliant on the rhema word of God. And they say, oh, God told me to do this. Or I had a dream, so I'm doing this. Or I just felt. Yeah, I just feel like I'm meant to do this. But it's very important because the Word of God says that we've got to weigh up the prophetic with the, the Logos Word yes. of God. We've got to test the spirits. Test the spirits. Yeah. So it's really important that we are led by the Spirit, but we are sustained by the Word of God. Um, so yes. you, you can't be sure that it's the voice of God unless it lines up with the Word of God. Yeah. Because the voice of God will never contradict yep. the Word of God. Yep. So every decision that we make when we're being led by the Spirit, the way that we're sure we're being led by the Spirit is when it lines up with the Word of God. Because yes. he's the Spirit of truth. Yeah. And Jesus is the Word. Yeah. And Jesus is the truth. Yeah. So it must line up. Yeah. So Jesus will never operate independently of the Holy Spirit. No. And neither will operate independently of the Father. So, of course, they're always in unity. And so when we hear from God, 
it will not be a divided, confused voice. <laughs> it will be a voice that is in line with the Word of God. Yes. Yeah. So I, I do get concerned when people bandy about that term, God told me, a lot. It shuts because the door very quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> you need to be very sure. Mm. Um, that you know, That's why I think you can say, I'm pretty sure God has told me this, but I'm weighing it up and yeah. I'm continually listening and but I'm continually weighing it up with Scripture. Because please counsel, counsel me in that. You know? Yeah, and I'm going to seek some godly counsel yeah. <laughs> because people can be very um, – single-minded on one thing and it's the whole it's the whole body of um, the tools that God's given us that we need to employ mm. in making an important decision yeah it's the word of God it's the voice of God it's the godly people that he's put around us yeah for us to receive counsel from and it, it concerns me when people say God's told me but I'm not going to listen to anybody else I don't mm. have a scripture but God's told me to do this and that um, sends off some warning lights in my head because it's not the full it's not the full toolkit yep. that God's given us um, to as a um, insurance to make sure that the decisions that we're making are godly decisions. Yeah. Well, when I was young, I I made that statement. I somebody asked me a question, and I said, I I think God's called me to do this, and mm. God's telling me this, and they said. What scriptures have you got on it? Mm. Give me three scriptures yeah. that God's given you on it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have any. And they said, go and get some. Mm. So I came back with three scriptures and I said, I prayed about it, asked the Holy Spirit for confirmation. And these are the scriptures I got. And I worked through them with, and they said, brilliant. Mm. You're hearing from God. Yeah. And that was a great example for me as a young man to go, oh, okay. So I, I, because otherwise it's really easy for me to try and get what I want by saying, but God told me. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a man, I'll do that. You know, oh, God told me just to get what I want. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. we do that. We just manipulate things sometimes, don't we, boys? Just to get what we want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some aren't wanting to agree with me at the moment. They're just like, oh, you're on your own. But it's true. The women's never do this, do they? No, you never okay. do this. No, none of you're all just sitting there caught. One person's going, yes, we do. <laughs> I think we can all do that. But it's true, isn't it? Mm. Like we need to more and more. I remember Zoran Bajonovic and Steve McCracken both recently, which is a couple of years now, have said we need to start getting the word more into our lives. We need to be quoters of the word of God, being able to, to, to speak it out at any moment. Yeah. And um, yeah. I remember when somebody said to me, we were doing church, he was helping me with some um, things in the church, and, and he said, Stephen, you never make a decision without having scriptures mm. base it on. I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, like you do it all the time. And I'm like, that's good. Mm. I'm glad that I do that because I don't want it based on my opinion. I want it yeah. based on what the word of God says. And, and so it's, it's the whole tenor of scripture. It is. It's not just it's one not scripture. It's not just plucking out one scripture and going, well, that suits my decision or that suits my situation because even the enemy can take scripture. When, when you look at Jesus in the desert, Jesus quoted Deuteronomy three times at the devil. Yeah. Said, it is written, it is written. And yes. then Jesus tried, thought, okay, well, I'll try that with him. And the enemy, Satan, Satan sorry, yeah. 
then tried quoting Psalms to Jesus. Yep. And said, well, you know, if you throw yourself off, the angels will will protect you. So even the enemy can take scripture and twist it. If we we are not good stewards of the word of God and look at the whole tenor of scripture, it can easily get twisted in our mind. (laughs) So again, we need to be led by the spirit. We need to seek godly counsel we need to look at the whole tenor of scripture and not just yeah. pick out one verse and and make it suit our, our situation. Yeah. So And don't play Bible roulette. Yeah. I remember dad telling me this when I was young. He says, you know, you could play Bible roulette and just go flick, 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 and uh, and it goes, Judas went and hung himself. Oh, flick, 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 <laughs> flick. Go and do likewise. What? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and those two scriptures are there, you know. They are, <laughs> yeah. Like, and so it, it's so important with wisdom yeah. and with the leading of the Holy Spirit, yes, yes. which is where we get that empowerment from, that grace from, mm. to actually activate the word in our life. Mm. Because we've said this before that we don't read scriptures, scripture reads us, it yeah. identifies yeah. things in us, mm. it's a mirror mm. to show us who we really are yeah and sometimes i've looked at it and gone oh that's how i should be that's not how i am i need to change this yeah and i love that about the word of god yeah don't try and fight it no no be transformed into it yeah and i think sometimes we just have to approach the word of god and and just say holy spirit show me if there's anything in me that might grieve you yeah and just let me put aside every preconception, every opinion, every thing that I think is right, and and I just want to op- approach the Word of God with an open heart, yeah. with a pure heart, and just Holy Spirit, speak to me and reveal Your truth to me. Yeah. And because our mind can cloud so easily, <laughs> what the Holy Spirit wants the to reveal to us. The noise going on around us, and so much just noise, the complexities of life. Yeah can cloud our ability mm. to um, to get the purity, yeah. you know, of, of yeah. what Scripture is actually it's saying so, to it's us. The so Logos beautiful. that mm. then, because God will give you a rhema out of the Logos that you have yeah. in you. Yeah. That's where the rhemas come from mm. is out of the Logos. Mm. So when we have the Word of God in us, mm. God's able to remind us of everything that is there yeah. and speak into a situation Yes. And and it's empowered. Mm. What you just said then about, you know, like David said, may no wicked way be found mm. in me, yeah. you know, creating me a clean heart, mm. O Lord. Yeah. You know, and, right. and like when they were in, they were taken by Babylon, you know, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, you know, be acceptable. There, there's so much in scripture that talks about us aligning us, ourselves yeah. with his ways. Yeah. And, and not just, you know, m- meditating and yeah. you know going around and around and around on these things how do we break that cycle and because that's a pattern of this world and be transformed by the renewing of our mind and going oh wait a minute he's he's got this mm. god has has foreseen this yeah he's foreseen this and he's got a way out mm. it reminds me of the message that Steve McCracken bought last time. Give me a little word to work with. Oh, come on. Yeah. You've got a little word to work with. Yes. Like yes. Instill my, 
your word have I hidden in my heart? Yeah. David, what have you hidden in your heart? How much of this have you hidden in your heart mm. so that the Holy Spirit can bring it back to your remembrance? You know, when, when you need that, that scripture, the Holy Spirit can bring it to your mind if it's hidden in your heart. Mm. If it's not hidden in your heart, then how can yes. you bring it to your mind? Yeah. So give him a little word to work with. Uh-huh. Memorize the word of God. Yeah. Get the word of God into you. Because if we're not doing that, we're illiterate. We're illiterate in God's love letter. The plan wow. that he gave us, if we don't take the time to study it, then we're trying to make our way through life as illiterate Christians. The word of God is bread. It's what sustains mm. us. It's what lights our That's path. That's beautiful, Kai. It's what makes the way clear for us. Yes, and if we're not taking the time to put it into us, then how do we expect the Holy Spirit to lead us? Yeah. How do we expect to find the path that God has planned for us? It's so true. Yeah. Uh, Give amen. him a little word to work with. Give me a little word to work with. That, yeah. that is really – I forgot about that, that mm. title. See, titles are good. Yeah. For messages. They Remind stick you. in your head. <laughs> I, last week we – we brought out the, the scripture in 2 Timothy 4 where it says, Proclaim the word of God and stand upon it no matter what. Proclaim the word. Other versions say preach the word. May your very life be an example of the word of God at all times. You know, no matter what. No matter what. I looked that up in the, in the Greek and it actually means no matter what. This is where my dad gets his statements from. Rise to the occasion. The other day I was talking about something. Then he goes, well, you're going to have to rise above it. And I'm going, he's done it again. But it was true. I'm like, yes, I've got to rise above that. Rise to the occasion and preach when it's inconvenient. Sorry, when it's convenient and when it is not. Preach in the full expression of the Holy Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit. The gifts of the Spirit. That's the full expression of the Spirit, the identity of the Holy Spirit, not just the conviction of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's, the, it's the fullness of the Holy Spirit with wisdom and patience as you instruct and teach the people. For the time is coming when they will no longer listen and respond to the healing words of truth because they will become selfish and proud. And when you look at what it says there, it says that they'll actually go off following wrong teachings and wrong examples that aren't in the logos they're just people opinions about specific words they will seek out teachers with soothing words and unfortunately that's what you tend to do when you say well god told me to do this and somebody says what scriptures have you got and you go i don't have any we'll go and find some so then they go to somebody and go this person told me i should get scriptures but i just feel that it's the holy spirit and they go well no that that's enough No, no, don't listen to that. That's not enough. You need the Word of God in your life because the Holy Spirit wants you full of the Word of God. The Holy Spirit wants us full of this. Um, They'll close their eyes and ears to the truth and believe, believe nothing but fables and myths and conspiracies and all those type of things. That's what that word means. So be alert to all these things. And in the Greek... That means all these things. And overcome every form of evil, every distraction, everything that is sin. And do you know what sin can be broken down to? An arrow missing the mark. 
when you miss the mark, we all have a calling in God. We all are anointed and appointed for a ministry in life. Don't miss the mark because you're distracted by something else. Um, carry in your heart the passion of your calling, the passion of your calling. Some of us don't know what we're called to do. We're still trying to find our way. But there are, there are actually scriptures that tell us how to find that. You know, in Romans, don't conform to the pattern. We'll be transformed. by. Then you'll know what God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will. And then he talks about being a church planter and do the work of an evangelist and fulfill your ministry calling. This is it. Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit to fulfill his ministry calling. Do you think he would have been able to face the horrific death and the horrific accusations and all this stuff with total peace and grace if he didn't have the Holy Spirit? I, I don't think so. Even though he was God, he, he, he needed it because he said, I must be baptized for the right path to be fulfilled, for all righteousness to be fulfilled. And that was the right path of him going through and dying for the sins of the world. We talk about dying for the sin, but then he rose. He was resurrected, showing us that he had power over death and sin and the grave and all that. Fulfill your ministry calling. What is your ministry calling? See, ours isn't just sitting here doing this. Ours, our, our, we have a ministry calling to our children. And now they're, they're spouses and partners. And not only that, but other people in our lives, other family members that, that we encourage and friends that we do that with and people that we meet in the street that we try to be examples, do the work of an evangelist. Always be talking about the good news because there's so much bad news out there. It's, it's, it actually is a struggle to keep talking about the good news. Keep talking about, hey, there is hope, there is joy, there is faith. These things are at love. There is still love in the planet. And we don't know what God is doing right at this moment. My expectation is God is doing the most tremendous good that we have ever seen, Amen. but we haven't seen it outworked yet. But we are about to... Look, my joyful expectation of good is about to overwhelm my body because I am feeling the anointing as I'm saying that. I can feel God just going, that's it, that's it. And I'm excited for the future. I am so excited for tomorrow. You might say, oh, but tomorrow we're not going to be out of restriction. I'm still excited because today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. And tomorrow, His mercies are new every morning. And tomorrow is the day the day Lord has made and I will rejoice. That's a ministry calling in itself. Just walking around being a rejoicer amongst people that are just like, oh, everything's bad and getting worse. And it's like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Let me tell you how good it is. And you can start, just start naming off the good food you ate last night. That God created those flavours for somebody to combine them to make that, I don't know, that double Zinger burger that you had or whatever it might be. Zinger stacker, that's what it is. No, nobody had one. That's all right. Sorry. We're going to take communion. We are. Have you finished though? I think I've covered everything. I, I just want you guys to grab your your cups and look at the person next to you and and tell them that they are anointed 
You are anointed. You are anointed. You're anointed. You're anointed for what God has called you to do. You are anointed. Can you hear all the zipping there? Anointed husbands. (laughs) Anointed parents. Anointed teachers. Mm. Anointed Anointed salespeople, plumbers, electricians, anointed managers, anointed psychologists and health workers, anointed nurses and doctors, anointed people in the community taking the Holy Spirit with them wherever they go. Come on, that's what this is all about. That's why Jesus died for us so that we could carry be carriers Mm. of His Spirit. Anointed seasonal workers. That's it. Oh man, you get to work out in outside. Anointed business owners. Yes. Anointed teenagers, anointed students. Anointed entrepreneurs. Yeah, anointed students. Our schools need anointed students. Yeah. Carriers of the gospel. Yeah. Carriers of the truth. Mm. Eternal lights Mm. of good in their communities. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. All because of Jesus. Mm. All because of Jesus. I, I'm just so blown away when you when you read Scripture right through how it brings out. It's all pointing to Jesus. Like Israel, the whole thing about Israel being a, a chosen nation was was because of Jesus. That the line was going to come through. For, that Jesus was born into the tribe of Judah. Ah, oh, Jesus on the night that he was betrayed. He took the bread and he broke it and he gave thanks. And he said, this is my body that is broken for you. Eat this in remembrance of me. So today, Jesus, we remember you. We remember your body, that you were God, but you cast off everything that was heavenly and you came to earth, born as a child, born as a baby, and you lived a sinless life as an example to each one of us and you died for each one of us for everybody on the planet everybody past everybody future everybody present you died for us and not just that you gave up your life but you did it as an act of obedience because our father had set things in motion that As sin came into the world through one man, then redemption came through one innocent man's death. And because of that, Jesus, because of your body that you laid down, you said, nobody takes my life. I lay it down. Thank you for laying down your life for me. Thank you for laying down your life for each one of us that we could hear the message, that we could receive the message that we could proclaim the message and stand in the message of the good news of heaven, that we are saved, that there is hope, and that we have a good Father in heaven. Thank you for your body, Jesus. We remember you. We remember your life. We remember your teachings. But we also remember the outpouring of your Spirit. Thank you for your body, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for your body. And in the same way, he took the cup after supper and he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. It's my blood. 
drink this in remembrance of me. Jesus, thank you by your stripes we are healed. Thank you, Jesus, by the shedding of your blood. Sins were dealt with. Sin was dealt with once and for all. By the shedding of your blood, death was dealt with once and for all. Punishment was dealt with once and for all. Shame was dealt with once and for all. Thank you so much, Jesus. And then Paul said, when we eat and drink of this cup and this bread, we proclaim the Lord's death until he's coming. So Jesus, we proclaim the victory of your death, the victory of your kingdom, the victory, yeah, that we get to stand in. Thank you for the victory. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Oh, you're so good to us, Father. And that salvation is available to everyone. To everyone. So if you're watching today and you don't know Jesus as your personal saviour, that can change in a moment. All you have to do is say, Jesus, Mm -hmm. I receive what you did for me. I receive that you died for me, that you rose again so that I wouldn't have to die because of the sin in my life. Yeah. I remember when I, I said to my mum, we were living in um, Cypress Avenue in town. We just had a, a meeting out here. I was six years old and we went home late and I she's tucking me into bed and, you know, I was a really obedient boy and went straight to bed. So, you know, there was no fighting or jostling. And, um, and I remember her tucking me in and I, I'm sure she didn't expect this, but I, I said... Mum, how do I know I'm in God's family? The other words I use, which is actually a really strange thing, but that was my heart. I wanted to be in God's family, you know, because yeah. that's how it was represented to me as the family of God. And, and Mum led me through a prayer of asking for forgiveness of my sins and, and committing my life to Jesus and, and saying, Jesus, I give you my life. And, and that was the day that it changed in the book in heaven. My life here on earth has still had to journey in my, um, the, you know, he's, he's making perfect or making righteous those who are being made perfect. You know, it's still been a journey for me in that process. Some of you, it's easy for you, but some other of us, there's some stuff that needs chipping off, you know, taking off. The old flesh, the old carnal nature. But I remember that day. So if you did this today, if you made a decision today, we, we would love to hear about it. We would, we would love to be able to share with you some steps in going forward. Because even though it's a, an easy thing and a quick thing to do, no, the journey after that is actually one that you need to be guided in and have people to say, hey, no, no, keep your eyes on this. Don't worry about those things. Keep your eyes on this because this is truth. And um, I'm so glad I had people to do that for me. So if, you, if, if you've done that today, write it in the chat. We'll get back to you or get onto info at riveredgechurch.com.au. We'd love to get a Bible into your hands. We'd love to connect you with some great people that can encourage you in your walk of faith because that's what you've now started. Faith is now being made alive in your life. It's such a powerful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. We're finished. We've gone well over time. And there's things flashing saying, Stephen, you forgot to take the offering up. So again, 
Thank you for your obedience to the conviction that you've got through the Word of God, because this isn't out of compulsion. This is out of a free will thing. That, um, but if you can honour God with your, with the first fruits of your income, um, it's it's an astounding thing. It's it's something in your life that actually, because the rest of the world just say, no, no, I've got to get more money, got to get more money. Show me the money. More money, more money, more money. And, and we say, no, it's not about money. It's about having peace. It's about having hope. It's about having, you know, hope and a future. But money is a tool that we use. So thank you for those that are giving. It's on the screen right now. You can give through that. And um, here, there we go. I remember. Next week, service at 10 o'clock. Service at 10 o'clock. We'll, We're live streaming it as well. Yeah. We're doing it outside so we yeah. can have as many people as we can. And we'll so. email about the second service. Yes. Yeah, because we yeah. need to. Because we're, oh, we're just trying to negotiate things the best we can at the moment. Yeah. Oh, my Not goodness. Easy, but we're. I'm sick we're of all the paperwork. <laughs> No, I'm not. Good. It's a joy. Yeah, but check, it, check your emails because we will be sending out messages about next weekend. Yes. So make sure you know Fantastic. What, what's happening. I'm excited for next weekend. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Church together. See you all soon. Have a great week, guys. Love you all. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.